0: Previously, on Just Cow in the City. Hey, you only put one sweet and sour, I told you two. You never take the Holland Tunnel. I forgot that fucking suitcase in the parking garage. She works the window at McDonald's over in 34. It's fantastic. And then we found out that we could still order food. When is the regular Sam Adams back? Never? She got a Brazilian bikini right. And I said, uh, can I see it? No, no, I'm better than you guys. Jerry, I can't work like this. David Juskow has a podcast And the summer will be a blast Can't believe he's 70 Cause he acts like he's 23 He's a mess and sometimes giddy But he'll always be Juskow in the city Tell
1: Tell us more, tell tell us Tell us more
0: Is that what you want? Tell us more, tell us more, should I move to Vermont? Hello, my friends, and welcome to the show that never ends. It is Just in the City, and welcome to the birthday month, August of 2023. August 1, to be specific. Although, just immediately recording on Thursday, I came home and I just said, let's just do it. It is real really hot in New York City. It's hot all over the world, but it's very hot today. But again, it's it hot in July. Everybody's got to relax. These news shows, you got to relax. It gets hot in July. They're like, this is unprecedented. And I'm like, how is it unprecedented? If it gets 90s in July or August, I mean, what are you talking about? And quite frankly, it's yeah, it's hot, but again, in the shade with a little breeze, it's not horrible. I've seen worse. I've gone outside and you couldn't breathe. It was so humid. It ain't like that. But anyway, welcome to the show. The reason I am all, I decided to just, let's just do it is because I'm home on Thursday today. I didn't go visit my mother today because I think I told you last time she made other plans on the time I go visit her. So me and my sister are like, well, fuck her. (laughs) She obviously doesn't want to see us. My cleaning lady came today. I'm like, well, what am I going to do? I don't want to eat anything because I'm going out with my friend Joe tonight to. What is it called? Pietro's? Pietro's. I think I told you about this place once before. I went a long time ago, before COVID. And they have this unbelievable Caesar salad that they make. They have like a video of it online. Although I've been looking for it. I can't find it, but it should be delicious. And Joe was doing something. Her daughter was in town today. So he's like, can you stay? I'm like, I guess. Because today was supposed to be, be the big pizza eating contest. And uh, I was just like, well, I'm going to stay in the city because then Joe and I can have dinner at this place and that'll be nice. So I didn't want to go out for breakfast at the diner. So you're not going to believe what I did because it's just something I don't normally do. I went and I saw a movie. I mean, that's what everybody tells you to do. Well, why don't you just see a movie? I'm like, Oh, yeah, okay, I'm going to go to a movie by myself. Well, I did. Went to an 11 a.m. movie. And quite frankly, it was one of those movies where I'm like, I got to go see this. It's the Barbie movie. Come on, we got important things to do. It's her and her and me and you. And pink goes with everything. Beautiful from head to toe. I'm ready to go. You know, you know. It's pink. Good enough to dream. We like other colors, but pink just looks so good on us. (laughs) Yes. I everybody I I couldn't wait to see it anyway and then when I mean anything Rob, Margot Robbie is going to be I'm going to be in I'm going to see anyway I couldn't wait to go see it and then the reviews came out and it's making all this money and I'm like all right now I'm completely intrigued and so I'm I'm I know I'm going to do that today I have it all planned and my cleaning lady comes and I'm talking and then I'm looking you know I'm used to just going to the box office and getting a seat and I I really don't go to the movies anymore and of course after today I kind of know why I mean it really is horrible sitting next to people that are just disgusting and eat loud and talk loud and nobody technically did that today but when people cough and sneeze after COVID you're just like ugh, why did I bother coming here and that's why the movies at at some point even though uh, the Barbie and Oppenheimer are doing well in the summer because it was a good way to get out of the heat I wonder if movies will go the way of eight track tapes i don't know i don't know people just don't want to be together people are other people are rude we see that with planes nowadays so i don't know what the hell happened where politeness went out the window but meanwhile those reclining chairs my back was killing me the whole time i don't know how that's possible but anyway i used to just go to the box so i get a seat you know so i'm like oh wait a minute i i guess i nowadays the old man you got to do it in advance. You know, I, I got the, you know, I got it on my phone. And I'm looking, and I looked like the week in advance. I'm like, well, I wonder if there's an early movie. That's what I'll do on Thursday. I mean, I had this plan for a long time. I look, I'm like, oh, there's plenty of seats. And then today I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? It was like almost sold out. Like there wasn't, there wasn't a lot of seats. And I'm like, what? How, it's an 11, 1115 movie on a Thursday. How is this possible? It's, it's a small theater but it's right by my house because normally I was like trying to go down to the Battery Park City one, which I like so much, but I'm like, well, I'm not going all the way down there and it's like right by my house. I pass it all the time. I saw the two movies I want were by the cinema by my house on 59th and 3rd, this really crappy old one that was playing Barbie and Oppenheimer and something else, I guess. I don't know what. I'm looking up. I'm like, well, I don't want to sit next to anybody. I mean, you know, the reason for going in the morning is I usually have the whole theater to myself. It's very rare when it's a little crowded for me and especially when you don't go with somebody else but my cleaning was like no look pick this one this is a good one and I'm like I don't know it's all the way on the side you know it's like, <laughs> but she convinced me to do it anyway and I found a seat that in between two that weren't taken even though later on they they were but I was like all right I'm gonna do this and this is a big deal for me because I'm insane obviously and I just don't go to the movies that often and I certainly don't like going by myself but I've been going myself my whole life, but I've, it's probably, you can probably count on two hands how many times I've done that. I actually, I don't think I saw Star Wars by myself ever, but I definitely saw Grease by myself, like probably went again to see Grease. I know I saw, no, 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 I didn't, did I see Annie by myself? <laughs> I know I saw Goodfellas by myself. I know I saw Goodfellas by myself. I remember that. Because that movie was so awesome. And I was like, geez, I wish I could talk to somebody about it. I remember that. And what was the last one? I, oh, the last one I saw by myself was Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. That's right. Because the last one I saw in the afternoon was yesterday. The Richard Curtis movie where the guy, die, the guy gets into an accident and no one's ever heard of the Beatles before. Which ironically also had Kate McKinnon in it who I don't like and she's in the barbie movie she's horrible somebody i mean i i think a lot of people feel this way she's just not good and not funny and just everything about her is just kind of gross i don't know what it is about her and i just i just don't like her she's in this movie and i mean it's not like she ruined the movie or anything but yeah, I went. So then I'm like, I'm, and I'm going to go in, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have the experience. And this lady goes, she they're, they're getting the, at the the counter, you know, where you get the ticket or where you're scanning your ticket. And she's like, you can come over here. And she was really funny. And she goes, all right, one for Barbie. I'm like, shut up. What's the matter with you? She, and she started laughing. And I'm like, what's the don't, don't tell anybody. And she's like, you're funny. And then uh, she's like, you want something? I'm like, can I get popcorn? She goes, do you want a small one? Do you want? Do you want? extra bunner. and I'm like I do why would that cost money otherwise I'll take care of you (laughs) and it's like if and I'm like do you want something to drink and I'm like yeah but I only saw regular coke she goes if you want fountain coke and I'm like duh you have to go upstairs I'm like I'll go upstairs I will take the risk yeah I went upstairs and I got a coke because just a very small coke and a very small bag of popcorn which was so plenty the whole time I'm like geez I don't know if the small one will be enough you know in the movie there the small one's fine So I felt bad like eating because the lady, I walked in, the lady sitting next to me wasn't eating anything. So then, you know, and the, with those commercials, they're a little low. So then I feel like the people that I hate, I was trying to eat very quietly. But anyway, when I went downstairs, the lady's like, you're going the right way. And I'm like, shut up. And she's like, I'm not saying which movie you're going to. (laughs) So that was kind of funny. Anyway, I sat there and then, you know, as I, of course I immediately spilled half the popcorn on my lap and I felt like an idiot and it was all girls. I don't think there was one dude there. There was one old man there. It was all girls, older, younger, all different kinds. It was just like when I... Oh, I went to see Blue Crush by myself. That's right. I always tell people I wore a uh, a trench coat with nothing underneath when I saw that's a girl surfing movie because I got a fucking problem. <laughs> So I'm sitting there. The movie's going. It's it's pretty great. It's it's really good. It looks good. Margot Robbie's fantastic. It's fun. And then this big fat lady sits down right next to me. You know, when when I have my soda there, and I'm like, is she going to spill the soda on me? Because she's big. And she comes, you know, comes in twenty minutes late. It's just annoying. That's that was the annoying. And then I think she took her shoes off. It, like it was just like John Candy in *Planes, Chains Automobiles*. Really annoying. But again. That's why no one's going to the movies anymore. But whatever. I was just like, this is going to be fun. Look at me. I'm by the movies myself. What what was that other? Wait, did I see Star Wars? No, I must have gone with somebody else. There was another one I saw by myself. When I bought in the popcorn by myself, I had spoken about this in the pocket. Was it the last Star Wars? I think it was. I think I saw the last one by myself, and I was so nervous. I just... It's just not I'm I don't I don't like it, you know, going to the movies by yourself is no fun. It's not great, but it was perfect for today being super hot and needing something to do and not wanting to eat even though yes, I had some popcorn. But this Barbie movie was kind of terrific except at one point there's, there's there's a Ken song that just goes on for 30 minutes which was unnecessary and I talked to somebody younger just I'll tell you in a second and she said the same thing. And then the ending just kind of keeps going where they're giving you the message. Like, we get it. You can be your own self. You can be it. We get it. We get it. But other than that, it's a pretty good movie. I can see why people like it. It's a lot of fun. It's really interesting. It's a good message. It's a really interesting message. I didn't, I didn't feel for a second slighted as a man. And this Greta Gerwig, you know, that's what she usually does, I think but i didn't feel slight in fact i was like you know i agree with all of this this is uh, <laughs> kind of interesting so i got it i got the message greta i hear your message loud and clear i'm going to make some changes in my life but then i don't i don't know whether i have to i mean i'm a big proponent for women in comedy am, am i not so you know that's something i've been doing for a while i'm uh, the only reason i make fun of women in uh, you know in the workplaces because i'm uh, doing Michael J. Fox and Family Ties, so that's my favorite thing to do to make fun of women's studies and everything, but in fact, the matter is, as you know, I can't stand these countries that treat women, or religions that treat women like second-class citizens, you know, that bothers the hell out of me, so I guess the Barbie movie was made for a person like me, and, I, and I've read about people getting offended, and what is it, Ron DeSantis getting offended, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I thought there was going to be some sort of in-your-face trans thing or something, and there's nothing. I'm not exactly sure what they're talking about, except that we do know men run the real world. So if that's the message they're bringing in 2023, it's, uh, it worked pretty well. It's a fun movie. I do recommend it. And Margot Robbie is just really terrific. She's just good. She's really pretty, obviously, and just a really good actress, unlike Kate McKinnon, who is technically really pretty, but I just don't like her. And I think a lot of people feel the same. I don't think I do. And Ryan Gosling is terrific. He's really good. And you know what I like about him is that, if I don't know whether it was him singing. I think it was. He moves, He dances and sings. And I'm okay with that. All right. Because I think, wasn't that him in La La Land? He used to be a Mouseketeer, you know, with Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake. So he's ridiculously talented. So I'm good with that. And he was really funny in the movie and not... Ryan Reynolds, funny, which is a little too much sometimes, even though I like him too. So I do highly recommend uh, the movie. Anyway, after the movie, I'm walking around. I'm just walking. So I'm like, what should I do? I got like four hours to kill. I go home. The place is beautiful. It smells nice. The air conditioning's been on. I told her to leave it on. I have it on a timer for like four hours, you know, and then it just, so it was nice and cool in here. And then I'm like, I'm going to get shit done. I, I bought a shirt at TJ Maxx. I returned it. I couldn't even believe it. And then as one of you guys told me in either Instagram or or possibly in the Patreon to go to Trader Joe's You know, around this time. They said go in the morning when it opens. You're right. But I went at like 1 o'clock on a Thursday, and it was a lot better. It was better. It was still pretty bad because it's a small Trader Joe's. But at least I got an outlay in the land and saw what they had. And then I couldn't think of anything I wanted to buy, which is kind of pathetic. So I just left (laughs) because I'm like, well, when am I going to eat it? Because that's the thing, right? When am I going to eat it? I mean, of course, I'm going to eat it every day. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Meanwhile, of course, I'm going to want it on like Monday night. And then I'm going to be like, oh, no, here we go again. I, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But I couldn't believe I returned that shirt. I mean, I'm a guy. Even though I just saw the Barbie movie, guys just don't return stuff. You know, we just don't do it. We buy it. and We're like, ah, screw it. It's only 14 bucks or, you know, whatever it is like, nah, I don't feel like returning it. So I was really happy with myself that I returned it. And so then this all happened just 10 minutes ago. I was going to the coffee shop across the street. Now, yesterday I went to the coffee shop across the street. I'm like, I want to go see that girl, Mariana, who works there. Well, turns out she left. And moved back to Mexico with her family. I'm crushed. Because she was so pretty and so nice. I was going to tell her to come to the comedy show and everything. So there's this other girl in there, Regina. And she was okay. She was all right. I didn't really like it that much. But she was okay, right? This is awful for me. So she's wearing a jacket. Now remember, it's about 90 degrees outside. And she works in a coffee shop. She's wearing a jacket. Like almost a varsity jacket. You know what I'm like? What are you doing? Why, why are you wearing that jacket? It's uh, pretty hot. out." She goes, oh, the air conditioner is blowing on my back. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. So as we're talking, she eventually she takes off the jacket. And you know how I always do the bit that Rachel knows about when anybody takes off their jacket or top or I do the 80s like, what? You know, I do it when my mother takes off her sweater. My sister—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm a mess. It's like, a, like OCD, Tourette's. It's like a, its like somebody else that has an issue with something. I—that's my issue. I can't help myself. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I can't help it. So she did that, and I didn't. I didn't do the normal thing. I actually got the only word for it is befuddled. She took off this jacket and she had huge boobs which i did not notice from and you know me i really i never talk about that kind of stuff you you've heard me i might say a girl's hot but i never say she had huge boobs i mean these were and she was wearing like a tank top so it was like her you know a belly shirt that was cut off the belly you know you see the belly and the boobs and 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 i got confused i was like I, wow i didn't know you were going to take off you 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 know I th- when i told you to t- take it was it was uncomfortable for everyone. I mean, it was just me and her in there. I was uncomfortable, and I couldn't stop. To, I'm like, wow, you look. I mean, that's, you know, when you take, a lot of times when people take off, I was like Chandler Bing. A lot of times when people take off, you know, you, it's kind of, kind of a gag, but I, boy, you really deliver. I mean, no, I, I mean I'm mean, i not saying it like that. I'm saying, saying what, what, I mean, you look the way you are. It's, you know, you should be proud of you. look. To ter- I mean, it was, it was that bad. It was that fucking bad. I was so embarrassed when it, she's like, "Here's your coffee." I'm like, "Bye." Maybe I'll see you again. <laughs> I doubt it because <laughs> I am so embarrassed. I can't believe it. Oh boy, it was um, it was really bad. So today, I'm like, "All right, let me get a coffee." Maybe. Maybe. You know, I don't really like getting coffee from this place, but it's grocery. And I feel like having a coffee today. I don't know why. I had the popcorn and I have some time to kill and I'm having dinner later. And I'm like, like, I didn't have coffee before. I'll have coffee now. And I do. Let's see if she's in there. Maybe I can apologize or something. And then I see her putting water in the dog dish they have outside. And I'm like, oh, my God, she looks amazing today. Holy shit. She looks even better than yesterday. It's just, just... It's not like she's like... a. Like, that girl Mariana was a little prettier, but this girl's body is, is sick, and and I'm just not a big person who says like, wow, her body, you know me, I've said this a hundred times, like, like good face, good eyes, hair, but this one is, like, not to be believed, so I'm like, well, all right, I'm, I'm going to go in there, so I waited for everybody to leave, I was just sitting, as if it could get any creepier, I was sitting with my doorman just saying, I'm just waiting for that guy to leave there, and then I'm going to go in. <laughs> and I was like stalking, outside, waiting for people to leave so I can be in there by... <laughs> so I could talk to her. Oh my God, I really lost my mind. Anyway, you're going to love this. I mean, I, <laughs> I went in, and I'm like, hi, do you remember me? And she's like, oh, yeah, how you doing? <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, it's great to see you again. You know, <laughs> I live next door. What's up? <laughs> And then we started talking I just, well, I just came from the Barbie movie. She goes, the Barbie movie? I love the Barbie movie. I loved it. And then she just starts talking, talking. You know, my sister didn't like it because I think she'd fall asleep or something. That was the other thing. And you know what the worst? I'm like, well, yeah, some of the musical numbers. Yeah. Oh, my God. That Ken number went on a little. Slow. I'm like, oh, my God. Exactly. That Ken number one. So then we were all good again. That Barbie movie was the smartest thing I ever did today. Now I can bond with anyone that's 22 or 23. <laughs> But it was funny. We we were really talking about it for a while, and then she became extremely friendly. I mean, in a, in a good, uh, you know, social social way. Thank God I saw the movie. Then then I didn't feel that bad, and I tried not to look at her. I, or, I mean, I tried to look her right in the eye. It was very difficult because apparently I'm not gay, or maybe I am. I don't know. Because even if you're gay, I think you would have to say like, Jesus Christ, this girl is unbelievable. You know, she's I, and especially seeing the Barbie movie. I'm like, geez, I think she could have played Barbie. Uh, one of the Barbies it was that something else you know but uh <laughs> where is it? man if there was any camera in there where they could have had a video of the when she took off that jacket just like right out of an 80s movie where the librarian takes off her glasses and twirls her hair which they even made fun of in the Barbie movie, then I fell for it. (laughs) i a singer like I couldn't help. Well, you know, you you look terrific. When I I say you look terrific, I mean, you know, I'm not saying you look terrific. You just, you know, you dress really well. That shirt is fantastic. Everything is, I got it. Yeah, it was pretty disturbing. So I'm glad I feel a little better about that. It was bothering me all day. I'm like, oh my God, I made a fool out of myself. And whatever, now it's over, and I'm so. Then I came home, and I felt much better, and it was like, well, "It's so funny to bond about the Barbie Barbie movie to the coffee shop girl as um, the coffee shop girl from um, the Turbo Charge movie." And I was just like, uh, "Now what am I going to do for four hours?" You know what? Fuck it, fuck it. I'm going to do the podcast. I'm just going to do the podcast. I got a lot to say today, and I really want to tell you guys something. And just waiting to go to dinner. With Joe wasn't good enough to wait till Friday. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, all right, so, you know, I won't talk about the dinner I had. But like, I think you guys are fed up. Because I got a story to tell you today that's so fucked up. It's the exact opposite of what happened. Today. I mean, I had a nervous breakdown yesterday. I was crying and confused and like half crying, and then it was a nervous breakdown. I had a nervous breakdown yesterday. It was a completely different day for me yesterday, and all caused by what happened on Saturday. So I guess I'll just tell you right now, I'll open with this. The show that was supposed to be, when you're hearing this on Tuesday, on Monday the 31st, is canceled. So let me explain. Uh, now the show will be, will definitely be, it's all set August 14th at 9.35 p.m., the day after my birthday. And I said, can I just at least do it around my birthday? I'll make it a birthday show. Anyway, here's what happened. This is real fucked up. Wait to hear this. This is, I mean, this is why you want to listen to this podcast because no other comedian is going to tell you the truth and tell you this kind of story. And they're just, and, and it doesn't happen to most people, but it happens to Dave Juskow for the past 50 years. Whether it's being called into the principal's office or HR, that is exactly what happened to me on Saturday. Let me catch you up. Hello. Ah, uh, Dr. Cooper, have a seat. Thank you. Uh, I called you in today because your assistant, Alex Jensen, has lodged a complaint against you. So I've been told. But I can't understand what she has to complain about. I mean, she has a front row seat as I make scientific history. But there's string cheese in my mini fridge, and that's for anyone. Yeah. And just yesterday, I led her away from a life of sexual promiscuity by making her look at pictures of disease-ridden genitalia. Cancel my next appointment. This is going to take a while. Outside, Steve and I from the comedy seller decided to make plans for Saturday night and have dinner together, which is kind of funny, you know, cause I kept saying like, what are you doing Saturday? I'm like, I'm having dinner with my boyfriend. They're like, what? No, no. I mean, I'm having dinner with a boy who happens to be a friend, but I like wording it like that. Cause it's really funny. Cause guys just, what are you supposed to do it? I guess you say, I'm having dinner with a buddy. I'm having dinner with a pal. It's all just gay anyway. So, you know, it's still awkward, even though Steve and I are good friends. Ironically though, We don't hang out alone that much. We always seem to have a buffer between us. So it was kind of like a date. Uh, (laughs) But we just decided we're both free on Saturday nights. I said, okay, yeah, let's do it. He goes, if we, what if we, you know, I was like, I don't want to go out on Saturday because I've been going out a lot of Saturdays. I'm good with staying home. He goes, what if we do it in your neighborhood? I'm like, fine, that sounds great. He goes, I'll come over early. We'll play some video games. I'm like, you know what? That sounds perfect. So he comes over and uh, we play some video games, have a beer or two. And we're having a good time. I get a little high, and we're having a good time. And I make reservations at the Chicken Parm place, the uh, Isle of Capri, at six thirty. You know, because I like to eat early. And he came. He was kind enough to come all the way down to my house and play. And we were having a good time. And we were just having a good time, like watching TV. I think Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark was on, or something like that. It was, it was fun. We were having a good time. And then we went out for dinner. And that was a good time to, everything was fine. Everything was going great. The chicken parm, I got the, uh, so remember how I told you the next time I was gonna be there, I was gonna take the cheese off the hostess stand? Well, they moved the cheese from the hostess stand. I'm like, why'd you move the cheese from the hostess stand? I'm like, oh, people think after COVID that I'm like, what do you mean after COVID? I've been here three times after COVID, that cheese has been there. Like, well, they feel it's unsanitary. I'm like, of course it's unsanitary. I don't know why you have the cheese at the hostess stand, but why'd you move it today? I was planning on doing a gag where I was taking it to the table as soon as I walked in. So I was pretty upset about that. Meanwhile, I had another cheese problem. I mean, Steve was there; he witnessed it. He witnessed it. The guy came over with a bowl of cheese, and he goes, "And he goes, Do you guys want pepper?'" And I'm like, "No, I want that cheese." Like he wasn't going to give it to me. And like, I want that cheese. And he p- takes a spoon and puts it on, and then he runs away. And I'm like, "Hey, hey!" And then it's, it's just, and, I, and he's like, I'm like, "Come back!" He's like, "You want more?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want more." And and puts put some more on. I'm like, "Hey, get back here!" keep keep and then the third time he really ran away i couldn't catch him he just would i don't know what the fuck is the deal with this place it's so weird but it was great we had some appetizers i had two glasses of wine i was feeling really good i'm like it's a great night i can go home early hang out whatever you know and then i get a text from liz the manager at the comedy cellar and she goes jessica can you talk to Nome right now and i'm like and since steve knows all the players He's like, um, I'm like, uh, sure, I, he'll understand, you know, whatever. So I'm like, sure. She goes, well, can you come down now? And I'm like, come down? It's 849 on Saturday night. I remember the, the text. I got I to gotta come down there? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, and then, and then like, uh, I'm deciding. And then there's a question mark, you know, like, are you coming? And I'm like, okay, okay, I'll be there in 30 minutes. And then I even wrote, am I in trouble? And of course, no response. So Steve, uh, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm in big trouble. And he goes, no, it's probably a good thing. It's probably a good thing. They probably want to talk to you. And he was trying to cheer me up because, I mean, this is, I, I'm getting called to the principal's office. I'm like, what could this possibly be? This is, can't be good. But he says, he, you know, he, the way Steve was saying, is like, no, it, it's good. Otherwise they probably wouldn't call you at all. You know, why would they call you to sit if it's going to be bad? Well, it was it was bad, but it wasn't as anyway, we take the subway down there. It was so weird. Um, Steve got off of forty second street so he could make a transfer. And then my friend Andrea came on the train. She was like, Oh, I saw you sitting on the train and I'm like, Why don't you come with me? And just, you know, hang out for ten minutes while I'm in there. They, I think they're gonna ream me a new asshole and then I would like to get a drink and she's like, Oh, I can't, and I, and I didn't know if it was going to be exactly 10 minutes. So she's like, well, if you really think it'll be 10 minutes? I'm like, yeah, you can hang out at the bar across the street while I'm waiting. She's, she didn't want to do that. I really wanted to hang out with her because I was really nervous about what was going to happen. So I get down there, and uh, I see Noman and his wife leaving. And they're like, oh, we'll be back in 10 minutes. So I go and sit by Esty and Liz. And I'm like, hey, how you doing? She's like, great, and everything's fine. And then I get a text because... Liz sent the wrong person, like, Just here. And I'm like, no, this is not good. So Noam, the owner of the Comedy Cellar, his wife, Liz, the manager, and Esty, the booker, who you might know from crushing, all put me in a booth. So there's five of us, is that? Yeah. Yeah, And I'm high and drunk already. I have a bottle of water. My mouth is dry. And they proceed to pretty much just yell at me for 20 minutes. (laughs) about what an idiot I am not gnome gnome is awesome he was helping me he was what's the word championing Championing? champion championing you know what I'm saying I don't know why I can't pronounce it he was totally on my side he's like look Jessica wants to do the show and then Esty just went off and he's like no no he is a punk he is a troublemaker you he's the kind of guy you give him a finger he takes an arm And I'm like, you know, I'm doing the thing. I'm like, me? And she goes, he's doing it right now. Don't you see? (laughs) I'm just, I'm so used to getting yelled at that it it didn't really affect me. I thought the whole thing was kind of funny because I knew I was going to tell you guys and I'm like, well, here's another Just Cal fucking classic for the ages. Nobody gets reamed up the ass like at the comedy cell by the owner and the booker and the manager. I mean, it's like a, it's almost like a, like you would have a bad dream like that. And so Noam goes, Just Cow, tell him what you want to do. And I'm like, well, it's this thing. And Essie just didn't understand. It's like this thing. It's called Make Me Laugh. And she goes, I don't get it. And, and then I said something stupid, and Noam's like, you know, Jessica, you're saying something stupid. Let me take over it. Like, and then I go, in my godfather's stuff, because I know Noam likes, I go, you'll have to excuse my son. Sometimes he talks without listening when he should be listening. And Noam is laughing hysterically because it was the right time to say that. And the other three girls are like, I don't. how is that funny? Why are you laughing at him? And he's like, I, I don't know. He cracks me up. <laughs> and, and so that was the best. The whole time Liz is laughing, the manager is laughing hysterically because she, I think, wanted to see this happen where I was just going to be in major trouble, where Esty was just going to let me have it. Because remember, I went above their heads and it caught up to me. I went above their heads, I went to Nome and it finally caught up. I got what was coming to me, I guess. And so Noam's like, you know, here's the show. It's going to be good. Why can't we try something different? And Esty's like, no, he's a troublemaker. I don't trust him. And he can't run a show. And then Noam's like, but he did He did it before. She goes, when? He goes, a month ago. No, he didn't. I'm like, Liz, didn't tell her. Tell her I, I ran the show perfectly. I got everybody out in time. The only person that didn't get out in time was me. Remember, you told me I had to leave. And she's like, Jessica, I'm going to say two words to you. The WID. And I'm like, well, I can't believe you're bringing that up from seven years ago, which was kind of funny. So uh, I, 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 and then uh, Esty kept saying, but I do like him. I do like him. I just think he's not ready or whatever. I don't know what she was saying. She had no, he's like, but he performs all the time. He opens for Sarah. He opens for Jim Gathigan. She goes, no, he doesn't. This is like that story that time when I was like, Esty, you're telling the story wrong. I was there. No, you weren't. I mean, it's 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 weird. It's like it's like a like a Donald Trump like thing, you know. I mean, it, it it was just so strange and just so classic. And I just wish I had a recording of all of it. So I'm trying to tell her the story. She doesn't understand. They're like, so all right, so we'll move the show. Come on, let's see it to try. Look, look, if he fails, we don't have to worry about Chuskow anymore. And they're like, oh, well, if you put it that way. And he's like, I'm sorry, Jessica. They want you to fail because they want me to fail. And I'm like, why would they want you to fail? They're like, I don't know. They're sick of me. Uh, I mean, it's so ridiculous. But there's nothing better than having the owner on your side while you're being yelled at by all the women in your life, which is, again, normal for me. So this isn't a big deal. And so then uh, we decide that the show will be July 31st, which, of course, as you know, is already passed Monday, July 31st, at 9.35 instead of 7.35. And SD's going to take care of the bookings. Oh, and then that's right. Oh, here's the worst part. <laughs> Poor my best pal Alon. Oh, I think I might have destroyed his career. At this, <laughs> this is horrible, right? So Noam goes, "Tell him who you have for the show. He's got a good show together. He's got a great show. Who do you have?" I'm like, "Well, I got Yamanika. To you know, she's going to play the game. Uh, I got Rachel, Jim Norton, and Joe Mackey." And he's like, "Well, there should be a fifth." I'm like, "There, there is a fifth. Well, who is it?" You know, <coughs> Alon. Who? Alon <laughs> you know, like Because I know that's for some reason going to be the game breaker. Alon doesn't get spots there. He MCs. But because he's seller past, I I was glad. And I was going to use him on every show. He's my boy. I like Alon. I love Alon. I wanted him to be on the show. But, oh, my God. As he goes, who's that? I'm like, he's a, a comic. He's a seller. Comic. No, he's not. No, I, I he is. You just used him last week for three shows. No, I didn't. No, you did. And then even Liz goes, "Yeah, you know him. He's this short Jewish guy uh, that has." She goes, "You just described every comic I've ever seen." And, which was hilarious, but I'm like, "No, but he's a seller." Com- no, he's not. And then and so I had to call along later. I'm like, "Um, I may have screwed things up for you." <laughs> Meanwhile, Liz called him the next day to see if she wanted, he wanted a new joke night. So at least Liz knows who he is, and he's fine. We just have to hope Esty, when she sees his name next time, will just be like, oh, that guy, and not just be like, fuck him, he's friends with Jessica. But like I said, Esty the whole time was just like, but I like you, I like." you. So after everybody left, they all got up, the meeting was adjourned, July 31st, Monday, 9.35, and Esty goes, Dave... She said, Dave, I was wondering if she says Josh Garrett, Dave. She goes, if you wanted to do a show, why didn't you come to me? And I'm like, well, I didn't know that was an option. And I don't think it would have been an option, but it was nice that she did. I mean, I don't, I actually don't think she dislikes me. She just, like everyone else, thinks I'm a loose cannon and a troublemaker and I'm up to something. And I know that's my reputation, but I swore to her and I said, I would never do that to ruin anything here at the Comedy Cellar. I love it here and I'm honored to work here, so I wouldn't do that, but... Again, my whole life, no one believes me. They think I'm some sort of con artist, that I'm I'm up to something, and maybe in a way I am. When I got home that night, I said to myself, well, maybe I'm looking at it the wrong way. Maybe I got to look at it that somehow I scammed the comedy seller into using me when I'm not actually past there, and I got a lot of shows, and I made a lot of money, and I got away with it for five years. So... Let's look at it that way, and now it's over. I guess if I have to look at it in in some way to make myself feel better, I guess I was scamming everybody. you know I mean, how are you scamming stuff if the owner's sitting next to you and playing the mandolin so i I don't know, maybe it made me feel better i don't I, I know that's like it's it's I'm such a mess. You know, when you reach you know, your late fifties and you're still being called to the principal's office, it's so fucked up just like being called to HR or anything over the years and it's just I'm always in some sort of trouble it's I don't know whether there's anyone else my age who's just always in trouble all the time at least I don't know about them and but again it does make for absolutely classic stories and for outstanding podcasts so I walked out of there as if I had just gotten a prostate exam I walked out and I was i was a mess just like not sad just confused and i'm like what the fuck just happened and i didn't know what to do i called sam Morrell because i'd see him there i'm like do you want to get a drink with me but he was busy and i went to my bar and um hung out with this kid sam and he was no help because i think he was high as a kite so he was giving me the wrong information and i At least my friend Lori was working, so it was nice to see her. And then, you know, this guy Felix came in, but it's just like, these weren't the people I really wanted to be around. So I left. Maybe I had one drink and I left. I didn't know what to do. I didn't want a stiff drink. I didn't want to get drunk. I was already drunk, you know, so I would already in full. And the fact that I was drunk and high while I was there, I mean, what a mess. But that'll sober you up quick. It's like going to prison and... You know, you don't want to use the toilet for a number two and somehow your body knows. Yeah, no, don't worry. We're not, we're not coming out. Yeah, that's the exact scenario. Why would that be the scenario I come up with? Because I'm a troublemaker. I'm I'm always in some form of trouble. Why wouldn't I, my mind go to jail? I'm almost due for jail again. It's, it's, it hasn't been 15, every 15 years. I'm due. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, man, nobody... I'm sitting here with the manager, the owner. And this has happened like every club I've ever been at. There's always... And I tell, David Tell gets so angry at that. He's like, well, you're the one that always wants to become friends with the owners. And I'm like, well, I do like becoming friends with the owners. But sometimes it's not even for stage time. I just... I enjoy... If they're nice, that's how me and Rick Newman became friends. I was... You know the owner of Catch a Rising Star. I was enamored with him because I couldn't believe we were friends. But not once did I ever ask him for stage time. I mean, I just said I have an idea. I mean, that's I guess that's what I do. I said I have an idea. Let's do The Odd Couple live, and he let me do that. And I said that to Noam. Let's do The Godfather. I mean, is it that bad? To, I mean, after hanging around and just you know being you know there, I'm. Not, it, it, it's not like I that was my plan. I'm sitting there and talking to him like. Well, I have an I, I don't know, it it doesn't come out that way where I'm where I feel I'm trying to scam anybody. It just happens. I have an idea for anybody that will do it. And it's not like it hasn't been fun and the owners always seem to like me, but something always happens. This happened to Catch a Rising Star too. I got in trouble for doing this show and they fired me and I was banned for a year. <laughs> so I know it's me. I get it. I'm not blaming anybody else. Oh, my God, I just, you know, so I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, that was in the 90s, and I couldn't go there for a year, let alone what happened to Caroline's. Oh, my God, Jesus Christ, now that I think about it, I'm a mess. Well, this is why why I'm in the situation I'm in where, you know, I have a regular job, and I just do regular stuff, and I can't seem to put it together because I always just self-sabotage, I guess. This is what I do. This is my reputation, and... I always say I'm trying to work it out, but apparently I'm never going to work it out. I'm always going to be in some form of trouble until I grow up. But what fun is that? Who wants to be grown up? That's why I saw the Barbie movie. I don't want to grow up. I don't know why Barbie did. What's the matter with her? Everything is hilarious to me, and that's the way it should be. Oh, by the way, also, I after that bar, I went to the new bar, Lucky's, so I could see Paradox and Big Boy again. I was excited to take a picture of Big Boy this time because I didn't get one. I was mistaken about that. His name is Bigfoot. But there, I said, well, why did I say Big Boy? And then they told me like, oh, because I think his dad was part owner or started Big Boy. So there was a Big Boy thing, but he is not named Big Boy. But I told him that Big Boy was funnier to me. And can I call you Big Boy? And it's, no wonder he kept saying no. They called Bigfoot. How is that better? But I did take a picture of him and it'll be on, I guess, in a couple of weeks. On the bonus show and then you'll be able to see Bigfoot which makes a lot more sense I had a much better time hanging out with Paradox and Bigfoot than I did at the other bar because I don't know I was just in a weird mood and I just needed to you know continue to drink and uh people that just kind of got it and they they understood I don't know I can't explain it and then I know I took the bike home because it was already two in the morning I had to work and then I Woke up the next morning going like, I was a little drunk, I guess. And I'm like, did that really happen? You know, you know what? You know that when you go to bed and you wake up and it's still, wait, that actually happened, whatever it is, especially when somebody dies or something really bad happens to you. And then you wake up the next morning and the sun is shining, and you're like, wait, oh God, that was real. I think that's why I didn't want to get drunk, drunk, because I wanted to kind of deal with it. It wasn't worth getting drunk, drunk, because. It was just, I was so blindsided by it. And so I waited all week. I'm like, oh, all right. So then the next morning, I wrote to Nome, the owner, and I apologized. And I said, I'm so sorry that all this happened. I don't know what to say. He goes, and he wrote back. He goes, it's not your fault. And I'm like, oh, well, thank you. He's like, it's my fault. It's not your fault. Don't feel bad, which is totally what I wanted to hear. Then I wrote to Liz. I'm like, oh, that was hilarious last night, or you were hilarious last night. Uh, what did we actually decide? Uh, <laughs> I don't, just to be clear, she goes, Monday, July 31st, 935. And I said, do you have Esty's email? And I'll tell her, you know, what I need to know or what's the story. So I, she gives me Esty's email. I write to Esty and I say, can you please just make sure if you don't mind, that you use Yamanika and Joe Mackey because they're expecting to do the show. and you know, she. I don't hear from her again, but I write this really apologetic note. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to step on your toes. If we ever do this again in the future, you know, I'll do it, we'll do it the right way, whatever. Whatever I said, I, it, it was a true apologetic letter. I really don't want any problems. I just tend to cause them. But I was absolutely apologizing. Of course, then, of course, I think of my head of stripes, They'd be like, uh, Sergeant Holka, I just want to apologize for my behavior back there. It's, uh, I didn't mean it, and I would like to apologize for that. And he, and then he just walks away. And, and then uh, he goes to Harold Ramos. You think he bought it? Nah. Sergeant Holker, sir, I'm very sorry about what happened to me. I certainly meant no offense by it. It won't happen again. Keep it moving. Let's go. Thinking about it? No. So maybe it's also like that too, but uh but it's not because obviously I want to work. I don't want to work with everybody. Anyway. So then I just keep looking at the site. I just keep looking at the site. I'm looking at the site. I told Yamanique yeah, and Joe, I'm like, look, it moved to 935. They're like, no problem. Which is amazing. Rachel, I didn't even bother. Jim Norton, I didn't even bother telling it doesn't matter. Alan, I didn't even bother. I'm like, you're out. So <laughs> sorry. I'm looking at the site, waiting for the list to go up, waiting, waiting, waiting. Alon told me it goes up on Tuesdays. I'm looking on Monday, like it's not there yet, and I look at Tuesdays. Finally, I think right after the live show on Tuesday, it went up. 9.35, Monday, July 31st. Not only am I not hosting, it's Eric Newman hosting, but I don't even recognize any of the comics, and it clearly doesn't say make them laugh or whatever they wanted to put on it. And I'm like, wow. That's really vindictive and then i got upset but not that ups- i just tried to relax because i'm like wow now i also have to tell the people that i told that it moved to 935 that it reserved tickets i'm like i'm not doing it you know it's very embarrassing for me even though all my friends say hey this happens all the time comics gotta move stuff around but i'm like but i'm embarrassed i'm embarrassed you know i just I'm in, I got to tell the people at work, you know, like hey, the show moved. Now I got to tell them it's canceled. I'm pretending it's not bothering but it totally bothering me the whole night and I'm like fuck it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I wake up the next day which was Wednesday and I'm just distraught. I don't know who to call, I don't know what to do. I am like half crying and and then like not, you know, like not real crying but like having a nervous breakdown that this happened and that she, she could be so cruel as to just be like I know we discussed it but I don't care and I wrote to Noam and I said don't worry about it I guess SD forgot I'll just cancel the show and he didn't write back so I didn't know what was going on but it was it was devastating for me really I don't think anybody else probably would have given two shits but you know the thing is it's the reason why it was so bad, you know, then, then all the thoughts go in your head. I'm like, well, you know, I work at a, it's, it's not a shitty job. You know, it's just, it's, it's a job. And I've always had a job and it sucks where most of the comics there don't have jobs. They just aren't professional comedians. And, you know, I've never been able to get to that status, nor do I even really care. But there's something about when I have a show at the cellar, I feel it gives me purpose. You know this because it's a big deal, and then I just felt like it was just over, and I felt like a loser, and I just felt like nothing was ever going to go right again, and I'm sure we've all had these feelings, you know, you just get them once in a while, even on a nice pretty day, and I just got confused, and I'm like, I'll just eat, you know, and I'm like, wow, I really am a depression eating eater, but I really tried hard not to eat, but I'm like, I guess that's what I'll do, I'll just eat, then I Remember that movie, The Whale? I mean, that's what that guy was doing. And I'm like, oh, my God, I am that guy. I I guess I do depression eat, but I I really didn't eat that much. But I was like, that's all I was thinking about. I got to eat. I got to eat, which is, you know, the worst thing to do. And then I, you know, just tried to watch TV. And I'm like, look, there's nothing I can do. I just got to relax and take it. And I didn't know who to call that would care. I just didn't have anybody to call and let them know what was happening. I know, I called my mother, and I was so embarrassed. She's like, did something happen with the seller? I'm like, yeah, it's not going to work out. She, she, she you call your mom? I mean, I really am a child, aren't I? So embarrassing. I guess around 2 o'clock, maybe 3, probably 2 o'clock, Esty wrote back and said, I'm so sorry. I thought it was August 28th. And Now, this woman is out of it, man. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know i don't know where she came up with august 28th but uh but liz just informed me no it's monday the 31st but that's already booked i'm like well i know it's booked now but she's like do you want to try again on the 7th and then i felt obviously better that it wasn't vindic you know that there was just an issue which i kind of knew was going to happen even i was like almost going to write to her again are you sure you have this information i just it's just like what happened with noam that he forgot to tell liz and he forgot to tell sd and I don't know what I don't know where she came up with that date in her head but I guess she just didn't think it was like up and coming. So then I was like, "Well, you know what? If I can pick a date, then why don't we do the 14th and I'll just make it like a birthday show?" And I told her that, and then I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have said that cuz then she'll think I'm not taking it seriously, but she seemed to be good and I said, "Could you please use maybe, you know, if they're free, possibly use Yamanique and Joe Mackey because I've been running them around and maybe Rachel. And she's like, well, if they're available, I'll use them. And she was very nice, very nice. And then, then we kind of communicate. I'm like, hey, are you going to Montreal? And she goes, I am going to Montreal. I'm like, that sounds like fun. So I guess everything's, well, everything is okay. Of course it was okay. It's just like Steve said. He goes, if they're telling you to come down, that means that they want to work with you. It means they're trying to work it out. It's not. Why would they come down and say you're out? That would be so cruel. Mike, uh, why am I out? You're not a wartime consigliere, Tom. Things may get rough with the move we're trying. Tom. I advise, Michael. I never thought you were a bad consigliere. I thought. Santino is a bad Don. Rest in peace. Michael has all my confidence, as as you do. But uh, there are reasons why he must have no part in what is going to happen. Maybe I could help. You're out, Tom. So I I, I guess it all, I mean, it is working. I mean, there is a show, for sure, this time. There there can be no complications unless Esty forgets again. August 14th, 935 uh, the the make me a live show or whatever and then i said to Noman in the email i'm like look i'll try that 11:30 show now if it's still available cuz now i'm just desperate but we'll do this show and hopefully it'll work and then she and then finally it's so weird as she was like i need your contact information i need your email i need a headshot i'm like okay this is all the stuff that everybody needs when they pass at the seller so in a way this is good maybe she's you know secretly passing me in a way well, maybe I can do this more often because now I'm going through the actual person that books the club because why wouldn't she? The owner's like, but he's, he's fine. He does this all the time. And said, no, he doesn't. And everybody says, Jessica, it was fun. And Rachel's like, oh, he just opened for me. Atel's like, he just opened for me. And she's like, no, no, that's impossible. <laughs> I mean, what are you supposed to do? But that's what you get when you joke around too much. Even at a comedy club, you can't really, you got to take it serious can't just be a jokester all the time even at a comedy club I'm too hilarious for everybody I'm the funniest fucking person of all time obviously nobody takes me seriously even in the world of comedy what the fuck what happened now that's some sick shit nobody takes me seriously in the world of comedy (laughs) what the fuck that's some pretty interesting stuff, huh? But waiting to tell you guys, that's why I'm like, what am I waiting for Friday for? Let's just do it. I can't wait to tell them the stuff. I feel better today, I guess. Everything will be fine, right? I'm just, I'm a little upset because, you know, I don't get to book it. So it's not all my friends. there will probably be people I don't know. But maybe that'll actually be better if they're younger. Because maybe if I do indeed get that 1130 show, I'll meet new people that don't mind doing an 1130 Monday night show. So we'll see where this all happens and if I can still go back to making money or even MC other shows. I don't know whether Esty's going to come down and watch. That could be good, I guess. Alon, me, and uh, Paul Lauren were supposed to tape our Stormfront album wrap-up for Billy Joel. But Paul Lauren's house flooded, so we couldn't. And as it turns out, one of our listeners from the Billy Joel podcast, Diana, was coming from Germany to go to MSG. She's like, I've been listening to your podcast. That's why i got to go to the Garden. Even though I have business in LA, I'm stopping in New York. It's costing me an extra grand. And it's all because of you guys. I mean, it was kind of funny. And we're like, you know, is there any way you could meet me? And we love, Alana and I love meeting our listeners who become our friends at the bar uh, Mustang Harry's before the show. We love it. So fortunately, we were able to go because fortunately, Paul Lawrence's house got flooded. So we went, so I walked from work and it was a pretty hot day. I'm like, well, I'm going to walk real slow because it was hot, but I had, had two hours to kill before I got to the garden. So I walk all the way up from the, Bottom of Manhattan to the middle, which is normal for me, but it was a super hot day. And I really wasn't sweaty, so it was pretty, I kept, now I figured out how to stay on the shady side of the street. We met up, and then it turns out Alana had been talking to these people on Twitter, this guy Travis and his wife from Canada, and they were going there too, and they're like, oh, meet us at this place. So we met these great people. You'll be able to see them on the bonus show. They are really, I mean, it's Billy Joel A to Z. What creeps are we going to meet? who listened to a billy joel podcast you know what i'm saying we've been very lucky because billy joel is just kind of that person that brings everybody together you know this isn't a tool podcast uh you know or something like that like the misfits uh, <laughs> i don't know what i'm even talking about so we had a couple of drinks with these uh, very nice people and uh Alon had to go because he, he, had, he had that new joke night that Liz gave him, thanks to me, because <laughs> she probably wouldn't have thought of him if I hadn't mentioned his name. The rest of it, he's probably screwed, but for now, at least he will always be able to do new joke night. He actually went on before Chappelle uh, last week, so that's all good for him. And I hung out with these people, and then he had to leave, and then I walked them to a good entrance. I'm like, yeah, don't take this entrance on 7th Avenue. This one stinks, and I don't know why I didn't think of it before. Let's go around. I'll take you around to a much better entrance to enter on. And uh, they were just so nice, and I left them there. And like I said, we got pictures of us outside the stadium and everything. And then that girl, Diana, I told her, I'm like, this is a really shitty venue to enter and exit from. But otherwise, when you're inside, it's nice. She was like, "Boy, you're so right. What a what a horrible venue. Because yeah, Milan and I've been stuck in there. I mean, it's horrible. The escalators don't work. I mean, they got to rebuild this place, and they're talking about moving it, and it needs to happen because it's a dump. It's old. They renovated it a couple years ago, but it's not working. When the escalators don't work, and it's just it's just it's horrible." I mean, it's just stuck in Manhattan, so it's really... And if there's any kind of construction going on, which there is right now, it's even worse. You're talking about just squeezing 20,000 people. You know how I feel about that. Into one room at the same time, it's a disaster. But it was really fun. So then I remember I I walked back home. I was in a pretty good mood. I had two slices of pizza. Like, I stopped the pizza place. I ate them, and then I totally fell asleep. Like, maybe it was... Was it 9.30? I just... I fell asleep because of the walk, the sun, the beer... I just totally fell asleep until one in the morning and then, of course, woke up for, like, for two hours then tried to go back to sleep. That's a disaster. And Tuesday, I was exhausted. But that happens a lot. But yeah, that walking of the five miles in the heat, really not a good height. And drinking, that just put me in a coma pretty much where, you know, you're just like, well, I'll lie down for a little bit, see what happens. And then Jesus, I wake up at one o'clock, you know, four hours later. That's when you know you need sleep. What are you going to do? Anyway, it was super fun, and then we did the Tuesday show, which was fun, and, you know, after the Tuesday show, I ended up calling, there was a lot of nonsense going on in the chat room while I wasn't looking, I wanted to see what was going on, I called Catalina and Chile and spoke to her, because she's really thinking about coming up, so I wanted to find out what her details were, and then I called Marcy, too, which was uh, so delightful. What a delight these two girls are, and Marcy's so sweet and easy and it was so, she was, you know, she lives in Kentucky. She was sitting on her porch and these fireworks kept going off. And she goes, uh, sorry, uh, you know, it's Kentucky and it's July. And I'm like, well, it's not the 4th of July. It's like, well, uh, she was like apologizing for living in Kentucky. It was hilarious. But she really is a doll. I'm hoping she's definitely coming in February because, because you know, her I, I'd like to hang out with her. I mean, I feel, I feel like she's my friend. You know, there's a, a bunch of people that we've met, whether it be this podcast or Billy Joel, mostly Billy Joel, who I just really consider friends and they're so nice that's why you know I can't really be friends with someone named anonymous who will not reveal herself I can't hang out with somebody like that it's not cool she has no social media presence I can't I what am I I mean that's the most obvious thing how can you hang out with somebody named anonymous who's you know who won't say well my real name is Lisa you know give us something it's a uh, you know what i'm saying it's uh, you know we know we kind of know all the people who have names you know you make up a name for youtube but then you know they kind of reveal their names it's not a big deal but this uh, so i don't know you know that's why uh, i you know when when somebody's uh, forthcoming and you have a relationship with them then it's okay you know how it is when we used to be on the radio in college we'd get listeners all the time and one of my friends started dating one of the listeners which of course was a, a no no not by like rules or anything like, this was the 80s nobody gave a shit but like they're usually weird and they dated for like two years. She came down and she was okay, I guess. But, I mean, I still think a little weird. But, but like I said, everybody we've met so far meeting these, these two or three nice people from, uh, from Canada and Germany. You know, Alana and I were terrified to meet somebody from Germany. You can understand that. But they're all so nice. And I'll tell you that Billy Joel podcast is the best for meeting quality people. And why wouldn't it be? I mean, if you like Billy Joel, you're usually pretty normal. I think that's the way it is. I mean, it's probably the same with somebody like Springsteen or something. I think if you bond over a, a normal band, but Billy Joel seems to be the, you know, you know, it's going to be like suburban people and they're going to be friendly. I don't know. That's the feeling I get, or at least we've just been lucky so far, I guess. You know, I am looking forward to hanging out with some more friends that I just meet. To, wait, what does they say? A friend is just someone... Wait, no, what is it? A stranger is just somebody... A friend you haven't met yet. (laughs) I think that's what it is. Isn't that the way Phoebe thinks? Whoever you are, I have always depended on the kindness of strangers. You can always depend on the kindness of strangers To buck up your spirit and shield you from dangers Now here's a tip from Branch you won't regret a stranger's just a friend, you haven't been, you have it there. Anyway, before we uh, leave, and this, uh, Sinead O'Connor died today as I'm recording this, I really don't care, I'm not doing any tributes to her, couldn't have cared less for that one song. She was a strange one. I love that she ripped up the picture of the Pope. I think you're an idiot for doing it outside of live. I guess it ruined her career if she even cared. But I love that she did it because she was, I don't know why people were angry. They're like, no, but he's not doing anything about all these priests having sex with boys. And that was early on before, you know, there was the movie Spotlight or anything. So you kind of got to appreciate that. But obviously I didn't care for her baldness. (laughs) And, uh, you know, Prince wrote that song. So I don't know. But I guess in Ireland she was maybe a big deal. But she died at 56. 56. I don't know why, but I think she had a lot of issues. Um, Here's the thing, though, I want to talk about before we leave. And it's been for three weeks, and Steve and I were talking about this because it happened at that dinner we were at for our friend Eric. What is the protocol for a girl? If if it's a guy's birthday, or vice versa, it doesn't matter. Are we expected to also pay for his girlfriend and or wife? Does anyone know? because that's what happened this time and it's happened to me before but the thing is if the girlfriend is putting it together shouldn't she also be one of the people that pays we're not asking them to pay for everyone but shouldn't why are we taking into consideration that the birthday person and his girlfriend and her wife don't pay and and is that if, if you're telling me that that's the new protocol then I'm okay with it but we were wondering cuz I've seen it before, but I've also seen it with the... But, you know, we don't... This girl ain't that great. And when I saw it before, that girl ain't that great. So with nice people, like wives I like, like Lee's wife, who, of course, hasn't talked to me in a year, but my fault, she doesn't feel that way. I mean, Lee just pays even if it's birthday anyway, so... But that's a whole other thing. But I don't think she's like that, or, you know, certainly um, uh, my my friend Alina's not like... You know, the the, the nice ones... Aren't like that so I think it's just I don't know you tell me I want to say it's people that are a little off either think that or going back to what we were talking about they're trying to scam see it all came back are they trying to scam I don't know find out speaking of uh, dinner too I had gone to my cousin's house last Friday my cousin Sherry and her husband and they're like oh we'll order food so my sister and I could go with you know her husband and everything and their kids and I'm like, yeah, that sounds okay. And we went to their house, and it was nice. I mean, they're very nice. But she ordered, but we didn't know her husband kept kosher. I mean, she did the ordering, so it didn't matter. But you know, that's like an interesting thing because then you really can't order what you want when some. That, that I was wondering why she asked us if we had any dietary restrictions, and I'm like, what are we, twelve? You know, what are we, my nephew's age? What are we allergic to peanuts? So that must have been why she asked, because her husband is kosher, like lawn, So, you know, you can't have lasagna. And then it's, I mean, he doesn't care. He'll, he just eats his thing and lets everybody eat. But then, but it does kind of ruin, the, you know, what everybody else can eat too, because you don't want to be rude. But I didn't know he was kosher. I, you know, the next time I think I need to know in advance. I also felt horrible because they, you know, they live on a nice block, and I felt horrible uh, having my car. You don't mind that my car, the eyesore is uh, in front of your house. Dude. Is that going to be an issue? <laughs> She's like, no, 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 not an issue at all. Well, That was, a, I guess, a pleasant evening. They just ordered in from Italian. I, I thought she was going to cook dinner. You know me. I like a, you know, If I'm going over somebody's house, I, I like a home-cooked meal because it's exciting, and I never get that. That's all right, too. They're very nice people, so it was all right. That's how I started my week out last time I left you. So when we continue next week, I'll be going out to this place, Pietro's. Then Friday night, I, I'm i going out with this waitress from the comedy cellar, and she's kind of interesting. I'll tell you about that next time we're going to this. What's the name of the place? Braz, Brazor? No, Blue Ribbon something. But it's not Blue Ribbon Sushi. That's where I was going to... I didn't know it was another place. I don't know. She says... Hey, do you want to pick a place? And she picked a place. It's a little pricey. So I don't know, but at least she picked a place. And I do like that because I am not a man enough to ever pick a place because I only want to pick places around my neighborhood. And I guess that's rude. And other than that, it's already August. So again, it's the birthday month. It's already the month I'm starting teaching. Are you kidding me already? It means the summer's already over. I don't want to disappoint everybody, but you're not children going to school, so it doesn't matter. I kind of want the summer to be over. Like I said, my wardrobe stinks. I got three shirts I can wear and two pairs of pants, and that's about it. I'm getting very confused on what to wear and how to handle it. So that's my problem, but that's not yours. Only one month, more, more month to go, and then I'll be. I can go back to wearing black again. Thank God. Or, you know, try and lose weight, so... This kind of thing doesn't happen. There's that, but come on. No, food is too delicious. You know how it is. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this very odd episode of Just Gow in the City, but let's face it, a Just Gow in episode nonetheless. With uh, really, I don't think anybody else can bring you a podcast like this because it's very rare for people to get into this kind of situations. As I like to live my life as a sitcom, And I just continue to do so, apparently. Uh, But that's my story. Coming up on Billy Joel this week, we have Street Life Serenade Album Wrap-Up Part (laughs) 2. That's always funny because it seems so horrible. And other than that, we'll see you this Tuesday when I believe, or tonight, my guest will be the really beautiful Michelle Fox, who's a comedian, uh, assuming we are in the studio. But, you know, that can always change depending on Mikey V. And Otherwise, I'll see you next week. Have a wonderful August, everybody. Not that I'm not going to see you next week. We're not going on vacation or anything. But just have a wonderful August and have a wonderful week. And I'll see you everybody, next week on Just Get of the City. Good night, everybody.